What's up, everybody? Josh Collins here. This is the Milk versus Solid Food podcast from yours truly, the Furnace Works brand. I'm here with friends and family because you guys are like my family. My guy Courtney on the line. Yeah. Yeah, I know that voice. And, uh, you know, we got my man Nick Lay, man, engineering, working on the sounds from uh, Escaping the Doldrums. I just want to give them, you know, their credit for, for doing this at, you know, so late at night. It's about, probably about 10 right now on a Tuesday night. You know, I like to, 10.07 to be exact on a Tuesday night. So I just want to be exact and let y'all know what we're doing because we always talk about work and we yep. still point out, you know, just content, man. Different avenues of content under the umbrella of the Finish Rich brand. But, you know, yeah. I hope everyone's having a good weekend that's tuning in. What's up, Courtney? How you been doing, man? Man, I'm doing real good, man. Thank y'all for tuning in. Yeah. Um, like you said, like Jay said, man, this is done at night, though. But this gives you something to look forward to through your day, throughout the week, whether you're working, jogging, exercising, whatever you're doing. Hopefully this hour will bless you. Um, you can laugh, smile. Uh, receive some some gospel gems, man. For sure. Yeah, well, then some, some some good topics, but so I'm, yeah. I'm doing as well. I'm, I'm happy to be alive, man. You know, and yeah, we just want to um, you know, we want to thank all the, the viewership across the board. You know, here Instagram, uh, Facebook, just just the, the viewership in general. So appreciate yeah. y'all listening. Appreciate y'all uh, supporting, buying. Um, let's go ahead and get all the. The followers out the deal at the door, man. You know, <laughs> you know. Uh, check us out on Instagram at the Finished Works Brand. Um, check us out. Check our website out. Finished Works, no the finishedworksbrand.com. If you want to buy some merch, hoodie or something like that, it's a little warm out, so you know, go copy something. We got twenty percent going on right now. Twenty percent off on everything on the on the uh, website. We only got three things though. But go check this yeah, out. Yeah, man. But <laughs> for the month of December, it's 20% off. So, um, yeah, if you're a believer, then you're definitely a, mainly a believer in Christ. You support what Jay and I are doing. Uh, there, get you some merch. Wear your faith on your sleeve. Stand out and, and be that unique, peculiar person that Christ has called you to be. And this product is for you, man. Yeah. So check us out. Um, yeah, check us out, man. So thank y'all for that, man. Um, how was your weekend, Gordon? What you do, man? I worked. Um, holiday season is in full effect for us. It's been though, man. But now it's just like big out, man. Just working uh, long. I didn't work a long shift today, but um, it's it's gonna get hectic towards. I want to say um. Next, this end of this week, going into Christmas Eve is when it's getting ready to really, you know, it's, it's going to be bonkers, man. So I'm just preparing myself. But it's a great time of the year, though, man. So I don't mind it. Mm. Yeah, I, I figured, man, being a middle man, it's got to be hard, man. Christmas time, people ordering stuff. And, oh, man, late nights for, for y'all, probably. And the anxiety, not for me. Because I do my job to a T, I make sure I double read, you know, yeah. I double check and, and go glance over everything. I don't want to mess somebody order up because me, I treat the mail like it's my own. Like if I'm ordering something, I want it to be where it's at. I don't want you calling like, hey, I ain't getting my package, you know. 
Sure for sure. And y'all forgive me, man, if I'm a little sluggish. This man, Nick, made me some food, man. He made some chili with an egg on top. And boy, it's bomb. Oh, with some chili verde. I love chili verde. Um, yeah, all mixed together. It was good. So I'm over here stuck. Stuck like glue, man. <laughs> I'm over here stuck, man. I ate it, and I ate it so fast. I was starving, man. I because I had a, uh, just a long day at work, so he he had to play wait uh, waiting for me, man. So yeah, y'all forgive me, man. But I'm I'm gonna I'm give y'all everything I got. Oh yeah, man, and I, I got some energy on me, man. Like I said, I got off early today, man. So we definitely can get it in, man, and get everybody in tune. Cool, cool. You know, man, a holiday season, holiday season, man. It's a, I like it because it's, it's more of an emphasis on being, like, grateful and thankful, you know. But at the same time, sometimes I'm like, this is just me. Like, this is, like, me fleshly, you know what I mean? Like, thoughts that I fight and stuff because I'm like, I shouldn't be worried about this. I should just, you know, just be thankful that people are trying to be loving. But right. it just it just seems temporarily. I mean, it just seems temporary. You know what I mean? Like, the love and then the giving and the thankfulness. It just seems more you know temporary so you know my flesh is like man they just doing it because it's christmas time mm-hmm. you know what i mean but on the bright side though kind of like with romans 14 you know let's just you know let's celebrate uh <laughs> you know if somebody want to celebrate being thankful on this date let that person uh celebrate and if, if not then let that person not celebrate because it you know, even regardless of what it is, it still gives honor to God, if that makes sense. So, um, yeah. But yeah, yeah man. So I, that's what I've been like. I guess kind of struggling with, like, man, let me just. I don't even like going uh, to the uh, the missions and like helping feed the homeless. You really can't because the, like the list is long. Like between uh, Thanksgiving. <laughs> And, like, right after New Year's, man, the list is mm-hmm. long because everyone, you know, gives around that time. Because I used to always call, and I'm just like, man. Like, I used to always call or, you know, try to go volunteer and stuff like that. And it's just, it's hard to even get in. But, like, any other day, you know, after, you know, New Year's, it's usually kind of empty. It's not that many volunteers helping at the mission homes and the shelters and stuff. So, like, that's so, why I've always felt like that in a sense. Like, man, because people need help all the time. Yeah, 365. Yeah. So you basically feel like it's fake in a sense. I like, wouldn't, I would, no, I, I wouldn't say fake because I, I do I do think some of it's real. I just think it's, it, I mean, it's everywhere. You know, it's it's, it's easy. And we spoke about this earlier, man. We can, and we can go into it later, but... When you, whenever so much stuff is around you, it's easier to catch a whiff of that culture or giving and, you know, what quote-unquote Christmas is about and, you know, it does something to your soul, man. You just want to go give. So, you know, I don't think it's all fake. I just... But you're saying that you don't need a holiday to, to, be, to tell you to be genuine. Yeah. Yeah. I want to say it's fake, but yeah. That's what right. I'm saying. But... I at the same time I'm I'm happy like people are getting help. Mm-hmm. I just wanted to extend longer, not just gotcha. you know between thirty to sixty days. Right, 
society. So we're saying that this should be a continuous lifestyle for those that embrace the holiday season because of how it's marketed, it, how it's portrayed, and things of that nature. Isn't that what like our faith is about? You know what I mean? Ain't just a Sunday thing or a monthly thing. I mean, not a, a one month thing. You know, we, we, we try to be like this all the time. So that's that's just me, man. Just knowing that, like calling to the shelters, like, can I help? And when the shelter be like, man, we you can't. Why? We booked. Like, what? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, you know. No, nah, we yeah. all, you got to tell you, man, we, we, we booked from Thanksgiving to now. But if you want to come after New Year's, please. Like, they, they begging from there. Like, if you want to come after them, please. Right. But, you know, at the same time, shout out to the people that are always in the shelters. You know what I mean? It's just one of those things, man. You want to you, you, you wanna do it sometimes. It's good to do things without being asked to. Like, when it, when it moves in your spirit and you just do it versus, you know, when someone asks you, let's go downtown and do it because it's the Christmas thing to do. You know what I'm saying? Like, nah, you, yeah. should, you should. Yeah, you should always want to be um, generous. Goes, yeah, <laughs> you know, but Thankful. it just goes back to worldview after that, though. Yeah. You know what I mean? Instead of just having the culture tell you what to do, like, hey, it's December, it's Christmas time, let's be. But sometimes, you but, but to be honest with you, the atmosphere does change in December. Oh, or my just goodness. the season in general, man. man. It feels now, Black it Friday feels like, to Christmas. Cause that Christmas stuff go out on Black Friday. That's when I like. I always notice the stuff. Themes is going on. Hey, let's do a Christmas theme. Let's do a whiteout thing. You know what I mean? I'm in high right. school. They're doing those themes. Let's do the you know the thankfulness party and like I'm glad for all of that stuff. So I don't want to sound like Scrooge. Don't get me wrong. Right. I'm just saying it should extend. It should ex- it should be before Black Friday and it should extend past New Year's, man. You know what I'm saying? And, and and we'll we'll say a prayer on that, you know, just because well, we ain't trying to come out bashing though, but you we just not. like, you know, we just want people to be consistent, you know what I mean? And we wanna know what that worldview is, like what's pushing you to be generous now because you do know the reason for the season. Not this be not to sound all, you know, cliche ish, yeah. but it's really about Christ at the end of the day, you know what I mean? For, you know, yeah. the famous verse that everybody knows, John three sixteen, for, you know, God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. So, you know, it's just that spirit of giving, you know, like this is what gives us hope because of the death, burial, resurrection of our Lord Savior, who is coming back to rectify everything. And that's the hope that we have. And we pray that he snatches those that listen that are not saved out from, you know, basically his wrath and, you know, bringing them into his kingdom, you know, and that's the hope that we have, you know, we just want to be the hands and the feet that spread the gospel as well as doing good works as far as providing, you know, whether it's feeding the meal, clothing somebody, putting shoes on somebody's feet, giving them a book, health care, being that good Samaritan that's in the book, you know what I mean? It's, just or you know, just this praying or just being yes. in the presence of somebody. Sometimes it ain't even a gift. It's just being in the presence. Like, mm-hmm. presence is a lot, man. Or just being thoughtful, you know. Like, hey, man, I'm praying, and I, I feel bad. I don't feel bad. Let me rephrase that, because I don't feel ever feel bad about praying. But like, I think Earth, you know, humanistically, like we've made I'm praying for someone so mundane, and we've taken, <clears throat> we've taken like the true meaning out of that, because that's a powerful statement. But 
but it's it's just something people throw around. I'm praying for you. I'm doing this. Yeah, prayers out. Like, <laughs> yeah, and nah, man. That but to who? You know what I mean? And then like to to who? But like, that's a powerful statement. We we just throw that around because it's a mechanical thing to say when someone's in, in time of need. Hey, I'm praying for you, man. Like, nah, that's a powerful statement. That is po- prayer's power. Power is prayer. Like, that's a powerful statement. So let's not let's not let's let's keep the power in that. Let's keep the honor in that. You know, praying to Christ because He's powerful. Anything is attached to Him is, has power. You know, and, and I'll buffer that for you too. And then, and, and especially what you're really trying to say, let, let's not take that for granted. Especially if I'm gonna tell you that I'm gonna pray for you. Number one, the only way that I can really say that to an individual is if we're having a conversation. And I know, and if you feel comfortable sharing with me in depth what you're going through, I know what to go to the creator about rather than just saying something that's vague. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, I want to come from a genuine spot. Like, I process what you just said to me. And I don't have any power within myself to help you out, but I know one who does. And if you don't know him and you don't know how to talk to him, Let's hold hands and pray right now, and we'll we'll ask for a sovereignty in your situation and His will to come forth. And then sometimes, like the best thing you can say to somebody, is your prayer to God. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like I said, it goes back to presence. Your presence, you know, presents like the you know being there, not a gift that's wrapped under a tree. Like presence, like it's just you know being there, man, for someone. You know, that says a lot. And then you're just like really praying. Man, that's the best thing I can say to you, to God. You know what I mean? My prayer to you. Yeah. So yeah, man. Um uh, I love that, man. Thank you, Jerry. That 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 was good, you know. Yeah. I, I, I just I wanted to Thank hear you. that too, man, just because um like you said, it's not even about giving somebody a gift. I think prayer stumps all of that. Because it's you know power. Right, you know, because miraculous that's stuff that happens. That, that, that changes the person, though. You know what I mean? Excuse like, me, pardon me. Like when, I mean, it's snorted in the mic. At, <laughs> when people look at you and I, man, we like, man, you know, like a decade or so ago, man, y'all was different. And now what happened now is like, hey, that's the power of prayer, man. You know what I mean? It's like this is this a new creation. Big in facts. Big facts. You know what I mean? So that's but that's due to somebody's prayer, but it's also due overall of God's providence yeah. and sovereignty like hey i chose joshua courtney from the beginning of the earth from the foundation of the world like i knew i was going to go and get these two and many more we don't know your names though you know we call god's elect which is a, a unnamed a unnumbered uh group of individuals hand selected from every tribe tongue and nation according to scripture but hey I, i've had a, i had my foreknowledge is beyond measure so i knew who i'm going to go get but it's it's a powerful thing when you can sit back and pray for yeah. somebody, man, and you see fruit uh, bearing their life. Yo, I had a um. Speaking of that, like how you said something like we don't know who it is, and we don't always know God's foresight. I actually a lot of times we don't know or understand His foresight, and that's okay. Man, I was speaking to a lady at the school today, man, and she was geek. So I'm the only black adult in the school. 
And this old lady, like old lady, man, she's a special ed teacher, man. She said, hey, we had at our church, man, we had a conversation and, it, you know, it struck me. And um, she was saying how I guess it was someone black that visited the church at their church. And she was saying um, how on certain sides, you know, on the black side, some people, you know, some black people may not feel that white people understand them and then vice versa. And, you know, and it was cool because it that opened the door for us to talk about this. And I never thought this lady would ask me this stuff. This lady was in tears. Like, she was so sorry about just not being more open with uh, people that's not her skin color, man. Like, I mean, she, she, was, she was crying to me. But, well, she was fighting her tears. Her eyes were super, like, just watery. And um, she, she was asking everything. She said, you know... Why do you feel like that and and stuff like that? Uh, why do, why do we feel like um, why do some of us feel like they don't understand? And I said, um, you know, from I just spoke from my experiences and you know some stuff I know my wife, you know, it's just cultural cultural differences at the end of the day, man. And she even asked me why, you know, we um, you know, black people say call other black people the N word, man. And I, I was excited that she asked me, and that she whispered it to me. She didn't say she just said the N word, and I said, you know, um, this is you know, growing up, this is what I was told. You know, we we took the, um, you know, four hundred years ago, you know, slavery. We we try to take that the harsh meaning behind it, and we use it as a a, a term of endearment. And I still say it. I say it in my household. My wife has said it to me, you know, stuff like that. But I'm saying all that to say, like, I was happy this white lady had the courage to ask me and I'm happy that I had the maturity in Christ to talk to her about that. Cause I can tell she was like nervous. So I didn't want to make her scared cause I wanted this to be a teaching moment. But after, you know, we, we talk about that and I'm saving a lot of details cause I know you'll go in in a second, but after all of that, I said, man, God's gospel is so beautiful when you think of how diverse it is and not mm-hmm. hit, and not hit her. I said, man, you can't, you know, I said, man, there's stuff in like a black church that's needed and there's stuff in like the white church that's needed. And we was able to come together. We'll, we'll, we'll continue, you know, we'll be a, a complete continuation of the book of Acts. That's still going on today. You know what I'm saying? Cause that's what right. it was about going out getting Gentiles and, you know, people that weren't Jews. Right. But of, yeah, of all of different hues as yeah. well too. Different like, I hues. I a person that you and I may be of the same hue, but we come from a different point of view, which is word. Okay, you like you that. may come from a different ideology in how you filter and how you see things, but you, some people look at me crazy like, okay, well, how can you fellowship with somebody who is not your same color? Well, I said, well, God's word tells me that don't put any confidence in the flesh. Because that's idolatry. So there's no chosen people that God looks for. He chose the Jews, of course, though, but maybe that was the only race or people group on the planet that he was going to come through. We don't know God's mind. But like I said, different hue, different point of view. But we're all from one man, which is Adam, at the end of the day. So God is no respecter of person. He's respecter of principle. And then when you go and start looking at things from a cultural standpoint, a standpoint of how people act, you have to also take sin into account as well, too, because of man's depraved state. So 
um, you know, when saying, and people really don't know the impact of saying, and it, and it was more than just biting a, a quince or an apple or a plum or a grape off the tree. We'll know what the fruit was. It's really disobedience at the yeah. end of the day. I told you not to do this thing. So, and God's serious about that. If I tell you that not, not to do something and you do it and I can't have you around me now, I got to fix what you messed up. That's why he told, you know, the serpent and the woman, I will put enmity between your seed and, and her seed. You know what I mean? I'm I'm going to do these things, and I have a plan of, of rectifying everything. But to get back really on the point, though, um, he God is the one that selects from every tribe, tongue, and nation who's going to be in his kingdom. So your color means absolutely nothing. I think the ignorance comes from um, people um, not being able to really decipher between evil and good. You know what I mean? Like, okay, this this is an evil thing to be racist. You know what I mean? To look at me, to look at somebody because of their color, their skin, or you know, even jumping back four hundred years or five hundred years. I mean, you have to go back in biblical times with when the Egyptians was enslaving the Hebrews. They were of the same ilk or color. So you know, I always get into little. You know, and I always talk to you about this, Josh. I always get into little conversations and arguments with people. You know, that have this raw, raw attitude, man. I'm like, man, where's the love at that? At the end of the day, this individual, whether they're white, black, blue, or pink, uh, they have families, they have loved ones, they have feelings as well, too. We're all in this thing together. You know, we could have been born at any time and put in any era. And once again, God's sovereignty and his providence kicks into place at this point. You know what I mean? It's, it's not always about color. But once again, I think John 10, 10, where it says the enemy comes to kill, steal and destroy. It's like, you know, it's like everybody's in a trance in a sense. You know what I mean? Or I'll say like the religious punch bowl has been spiked a little bit. You know, at first it was a bowl of water. Now we're sprinkling a little racism. We're sprinkling, we're sprinkling a little bigotry pride, ignorance, lust, and now everybody's drinking this, and now we're all confused and ready to rip each other's heads off when we're supposed to be one human race. Right. And and I think, you know, that is detrimental. It's falling into the church now because you have people trying to apologize, like, you know, who want to understand where we're coming from, but now they, they you know, we have to now from a white person saying, oh, well, you know, I want to apologize for what my ancestors did to your ancestors. Man, that's stupid. That's like me that's like me having to apologize for every man that was with my wife before I got with her because they tra treated her wrong. I'm not them. Even though I'm a male, I didn't do it. I can't apologize for him. You know, that he, he was idiotic though. This is me. This is, these are my values. These are my views. This is how I, I'm going to approach you. So, you know, and, and I'll, I'll finish it with this. That's like if we were in heaven and God would stop praising worship and he'll start, you know, crying and boo-hooing. Look what you guys did to me from the beginning of time. You disobeyed me. You ate off the fruit. I had to come down here and save you. And then he'll go through his whole spill, wipe his eyes and start to praise and worship again. But then 10 minutes later, he does the same thing over and over. I'm like, if you, if you say that you forgive me, then, you know, let it be. And, you know, if it's thrown into the sea of forgiveness, which God has done for us, he's not bringing those things back to our remembrance. And I understand why people now still want to bring back things that they never experienced up until this point. You know what I mean? It may be on a different level, but what do you know about being castrated or beaten beyond recognition or being tied to two horses, you know, legs or whatever, and had, having the horse get smacked on the butt and ripping the person apart. Like, these is what I read in books, you know what I mean, from, from slavery times. Or having your children fed off the bayou to alligators. Like, we can never go back and relate to what the ancestors went through coming to America. 
you know, or even the 60s movement, which, you know, you have grandparents, Josh, and I have grandparents, too, that were um, sharecroppers, too. So each stage was different, but it was always man's evil heart from sin. So that's how I kind of sum everything up, and that's how I view things when I get into these conversations. Also, yeah, I also believe, too, man, well said, God wouldn't have made me black if he didn't want me to glorify him in the context he formed me in. Absolutely, man. Absolutely, Jay. Like, I love hanging with Nick, bro. I love seeing how how he how he interacts with life. You know what I mean? From from making coffee and using the laws of logic to reason and, and to do things. Like, um, I would say Tim Keller said it best, man. Like, for like, and I'm saying this, and don't get it, I, sometimes I get teary eyed, man, when I say this though. But like, even with my wife, like, if I if my wife were to pass away, a part of me would go with her. I wouldn't, I might not laugh the same, or I might not be, you know, it's like a part of me that even with you, Jay, if you were to pass away, a piece of me will go with you. Like, there's certain things that Josh might say that makes Courtney laugh a certain way, and that might be taken with me. And all I'm saying, man. As far as people groups, man, we all need each other, man. Like, and we bring something different to when we worship God. Even with worship, man, from from up temple beat, hearing the choir orchestra of some contemporary folks, man, we all praise and worship God different. It all brings Him glory, though. This is how He wanted it to be. You know what I mean? Like when we say providence and sovereignty, man. I, and I was, I, I, I wanted to post this on our Instagram live, man, but the videos kept messing up. But I was so grateful today i still am still I'm, I'm i feel so wonderful man to be honest with you because i thank god man that i'm born in america um at this time um not even for financial stability i don't care about that what i care about man is that he that he that he saved me from from his wrath number one and that he's given me mercy and grace that i can look at his creation as i'm talking to you i'm sitting in a chair and I'm on a planet that is spinning on its axis and rotating around the sun. And this gas that God created, I can breathe in and breathe out to give him glory. Mm. You know what I mean? And at one point, as an enemy of God, he still loved me enough to give me common grace and still bring me to where he wanted me to be to this day mm. and not kill me off of my ignorance. And I'm grateful for those things, man. Uh, I worship him, man. That's that's hallelujah, which in Hebrew, man, is, is just to give give Yahweh his praise, you know, all praises to Yahweh. Mm. And, um, that's what I, that's what I did, man. I just shouted hallelujah as loud as I could, man, on my route, bro. Cause I'm grateful for those things. So man, I'm grateful for all types of people, man. I, I mean, I, I love hanging around white people. I love hanging around Mexican people, man. Mm. I don't, I, I can't stand that, man. You know, man, but I'm just glad that my eyes are open through the gospel now, man, to really appreciate this creation, man. And that we're all in this together. For sure, man. Yeah. So hopefully that lady uh, listens to this podcast because that's my answer. I told her to. And uh, when I see her at the school, I'll tell her, like, hey, we, we spoke to you. But she was, she, I grew up in an area where there were no blacks, man. She said, I went to school. I ain't know no blacks, but my daughter went to college and all her friends were black. You know, that opened her eyes. Mm-hmm. And, and you know she was like, man, I I want to be more open and you know, and uh, more diverse. You know, 
I want to be able to talk to people. So, you know, it's hit me like, um, one, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna rep the Lord as best as possible, and I'm gonna I'm a black man, so I'm gonna rep the Lord as a black man, and yeah. I I understand that. I am some of those people, I'm like the first, or if not only, some of them, I'm the only black person they ever dealt with. So I'm a, you know, I'm a stand firm in what I, you know, in faith and what I believe in, but I'm going to be very, I'm going to try to be kind as possible. You know what I'm saying? Be yeah, kind. Absolutely. And be at least loving, loving, like I'm trying to walk in the spirit is what I'm saying. Walk yeah. in the Holy Spirit. So yeah. I don't even know that lady's name too, but it was man she asked me and i can tell she was just touched like i said she was about she was about to cry like like she had this revelation and like she was convicted by some stuff like man i never you know it just it just didn't hit me but she's like i love my i just love the fact that my daughter always had you know friends of different shades it's a beautiful thing man it's a great thing yeah when, when unity is always beautiful man when it comes together so yeah, man. Yeah, I think that's why I like you know Doug Funny and stuff. Recess, Doug Funny. Me and Nick was speaking about that. They <laughs> say Recess got the best writers ever, man. As far as cartoon, ten minutes. That writing's phenomenal. Man, and I'll, I'll say this, man, for the um, the cartoon Recess I, that I, is. Yeah, I would um, also too, man. We'll put uh, you know for the young lady. At the school, I'm gonna say young, you know, as the special ed teacher, and thank you for your service as well, too, man. That's a tough field, but it's a joyous field too, because you get to see people do less with much than people who do much with less. So that's always a great field to be in. But Galatians 3:28, man, is always comes and says, "There is neither Jew nor Gentile, neither slave nor free, yeah. nor is there male and female, for you are all one in Christ Jesus." So I always remember that passage, and I always remember that as well, too, man. Yeah. Um, it's God that gives us grace and salvation, man. And, um, you know, with that said, you want to wrap this segment up, man? Nah, you just did with that scripture. <laughs> you don't need me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, well, we'll come back with a part two on this, man. All right, we'll bring it back. Yeah, man, we'll bring it back, man. Finish Works brand, milk versus solid food, man. Don't touch that button. Yeah, yeah. Hey, we are back. Finish first brand podcast, milk versus solid food. Like I said, man, your your boy uh, over here, full. You know I me. Mean? I got a I got a full gas tank over here. I ate a lot of food, man. So uh, yeah, man, I had to go handle some business. <laughs> you know what I mean? I had to go. I got to move a little bit, Bert, man. You know, I'm I'm stuff, man. I'm stuff yeah, like a uh, build a like bear, baby, man. <laughs> oh, for sure, for sure, for sure. Um, earlier we were speaking about just how you and me on the phone, man, we, our era, like, when I say our era, like our generation, man, we got like the last of like, of, of all the good stuff to me. Of course, that's subject, subjective, but what I mean by that, we got to, we got to understand what it's like not to have a phone. And now we see what it's like to have a phone. Like I was yeah. telling, I was telling Courtney, like, man, remember you just stood on a corner with your mans, your, your your boys, and all them. No phone. You just chilling. Like you just be outside on a corner, standing up for hours, talking, roasting, laughing. 
just what you know what I mean? No falls. Everything, man. Yeah. Like, if you seen if you seen bikes, like a bunch of bikes in front of somebody's house, man, you knew it was jumping. Yeah. Um, we were so active back then, man. And I, I remember spending the night over my cousin's house at times where the whole neighborhood would be over playing basketball. Yeah. Bro, you know? yeah. I we used man, we used to do that, man. Me uh up in Toledo. We used to, man, big old, small little driveway with a, with a rim. And, man, be over there deep playing yeah. 505, 21 with, like, 11 people. people, yeah. <laughs> it's just man, fun, that was, though. That was funny, man. Just good times, man. It was Dude. just so genuine. People were more active. We were outside. Yeah. We were more sociable, man. We didn't we didn't hide behind a screen to build a facade. Um we we had facades. Don't get us don't get it twisted, yeah. but it wasn't so out there now. And uh, one of the things that um, sparked our conversation, man, because you know if if you listen to the podcast, Josh is more of an army brat, man. So he's he's a traveler in a sense. So you know for him being in the A and me always being in Fort Wayne in Midwest, um, we've seen a lot of styles come and go. Well, yeah, and, um, because like I now was, it makes it. Like social media makes it hard for like individuality. Like before social media, like I would see somebody. I I remember I used to sneak into yeah, the Central okay, State. Yeah. I used to sneak into the Central State parties man, when I was younger. But I would see like a group of people in the party, and uh, rocking Chucks. I knew they was from the West Coast. I would see some people rocking Tims. They was from the East Coast. You know what I mean? People from the South, man. When especially when I was down there, you know, he's rocking Reeboks and. You know, black socks, white T-shirt. Oh, you rock a color for polo. You know, I mean, you know where people were from, just on you know their image. So now, like everything is blurred. The lines are blurred, and I, I'm not even saying that's a bad thing, man. That actually, because that that's the reason why like you're able to do so much now, as far as like you know entrepreneurship, because the lines are blurred. You get to see the blueprint a little bit earlier, and you just get to see blueprints that you would not have seen, you know, possibly locally, but. At the same Hold time, on. go ahead. But don't jump the gun. I want I want to come right back at you though. Now, before we had cell phones, when you came from the A, I want you to break down each region you just did for the South. Yeah. But break down each region, and then when you came to the Midwest, how can you tell where somebody was from back in the day? Oh, um, like I said, man, like I was see Chucks and Dickies was like ultimate sign. And yeah, it might be a stereotype, but like, it was true. It was just true. Like Chucks and Dickies, yeah, you was from the West. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You was from the yeah. West, man. Vans the whole nine. It was. Now this is before Vans. I'm talking about before the Van era. Before, like, yeah, all right. So, so, so the Chucks. Because because Vans what wasn't like as <laughs> urban. Like Vans was more of a just straight skate. It's a skater shoe, but it was just a skate mm-hmm. shoe. But um, yeah, like I said, man, you see the. You see the Thames, man, East Coast Cats, man, from uh, I would meet at Central State University, um, you know, in the South, man, you know, polo, super country, man, like loud polos, like crazy colors, man, just colorful, man, you know, you stuck out. So when I came, to, when I moved to the Midwest, and maybe because it wasn't like anything like as prominent, because the, the Midwest to me was like a melting pot, you know what I'm saying? Because like when I met you, Dude, how I'm explaining this, you need a picture. But there, yeah. I don't think there's no picture. But I'm gonna try my best. 
I thought Cordy's from the East Coast, man. Had the hat to the side, had the Tim's on, baggy jeans, man. He had this big old belt buckle. Y'all know Courtney, it was a huge belt buckle, man. This belt buckle might have been like seven by, I don't know, seven by 10, 12? Yeah, it was I would say 12. It was a huge belt buckle. His last name is Long, Douglas. That's a long last name to put in your belt buckle, but that's what it yeah. said. And I'm like, man, this man look crazy. <laughs> but he was I fly. I had two belts on. I had two belts Bruh. on. I had one belt. And it was on. sagging. And, then, and I was sagging. <laughs> and then I had a belt buckle that I had halfway on, but it, it would dangle so you can see my name on the belt buckle. Yeah, it was hard it how we rocked it, though. But it was crazy. Appreciate you. Yeah. So, hey. go ahead. My bad. Go ahead. Go ahead. That, I'm oh. just saying that's how I knew people was from who, especially when they started talking, man. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, because you, you said that I had, I had I had a New York style, but I, I spoke like I was from the South. Yeah, you definitely spoke like you was from the South. Like you was influenced. And that's just the culture, yeah, the stuff you was listening to. And I was right, because you was listening to Project Pat, 3 Cent. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, like, that, yeah was, he, that was my group, man. He is a Southern I, guy. I, people would tell you about that, man. Like, But see, that was like, now when we go down and we start breaking down certain regions, when you come to like Midwest, like when you come like to Fort Wayne and some of the smaller cities, we really didn't have much. So when, well, we pretty much, much had as far TV, as like TV. a prominent, yeah, music like group, prominent celebrity, or whatever. Group. Yeah, we, yeah, we were always everybody would come to us, man, from from the west, from from the south, yeah. and from the east. We coast. was living by like you, you live by curiously yeah. through the vi the music videos. Yeah, through the videos, man. So when we were seeing Dipset and Jay Z and State Property and yeah. all these groups, man, we yeah. were influenced even from the south, man. We was we were super influenced though. But I remember, man, just trendsetters and really Dipset was so popular, man. Man, it's crazy. I, I thought Dipset was from Indiana when I moved there. I had never, I see, I never, I went to a, a a basketball game, and I seen a dude with like a Miami Dolphins jersey. <laughs> Miami Dolphins, and he had like the orange bandana on his Tim's. I was like, "Yo, I thought that was Joel Santana, bro." Like, yeah, yeah it was. It was just like that. It was but wild. That's one of the things that I like about Fort Wayne because, for, and we knew it though. You from the Fort? We knew it. We already knew that we were late on a lot of things, but when we got it, man, we rocked it. We made it hot. We made it our own, and then we waited to the next thing because we were behind on a lot of music too. I remember me and you, man, we was on we was on stuff, man, like a year or two before it came to the fort, man, because of some of the um connects you had. Like we was on the Lloyd and Little Wayne, um, I want you in the in the in May. And then that song took off in like Boy, the that was winter just, time. Yeah, that was just stuff well, period, that was just stuff I got from Atlanta, <laughs> man. I know. That's what I'm saying. You know, but when Fort Wayne got it, man, it was so new to us, so we was rocking it. Like you like like you said, like Y'all was rocking Jabos and stuff and all that in the song. Yeah, I was wearing we that. Got it. Sixth grade. Yeah, we we relate to it, but when we got it, man, we rocked it. I mean, it's some it's a lot of guys up north that can dress, man. So when we got it, put our spin on it, we just made it ours, man. So we were a blend of everything. You know, we had a little. We were just influenced by what we saw on BET when they were playing actual videos and yeah. MTV as well too. That influence from hip hop never went nowhere. It got it's very strong. Very mm -hmm. strong. But like like I said, man, uh back to my point earlier, man, sorry I got a little drawn out. Like that's what that's what social media does. It blurs the lines and 
everyone's doing everything. Like I kind of I. And I'm about to sound like the old fart, man, but I, I do. I, I miss it when it's, like, simple. Like, I love social media for what it does, the, integra- the integration, but I miss where you had an individuality where, like, you was from here or you was from there. You know what I'm saying? And then you wasn't. You was just cool trying to go viral in your area, like your city, your school. You know what I'm yeah. saying? That was hard to do, not viral on the net. Cause like now people can be like not known, not heard of. No one knows who you are in your school, but you gonna be somebody on the internet. I know. <laughs> you and know that's what I'm saying? So whack, yeah. Cause like go break that down. Going viral in your in your own city. You man. was trying to go going. viral, man. Whether it's dancing, sports, your gear. You know what I mean? It wasn't about trying to make a video, like. It, like make a video for thousands or millions of people to see. You were just cool with the, you know, the few hundred in your school. You know what I'm saying? And we was we got on this because we talk about uh, Fort Wayne got this thing. I don't know if this is anywhere Which else. Morpheus problems is spelled backwards. Okay, let me. So there's this thing called Morp in Fort Wayne. I don't even know they still have it, but it's called Morp. Morp is prom spelled backwards. When I yeah. moved here. You know what I mean? Courtney and his cousin was putting me on game. They gassing me up. They're like, cuz, we need to go to the morgue. Now, peep game. The school I was going to didn't have it. Courtney got kicked out of school, so I don't even know what he was on. But Courtney, uh, Courtney cousin went to a school. He's like, man, y'all can come with me. And all I needed to know was, oh, we get to get fresh? Opposite yes. of, okay? So remember, it's prom spelled backwards. Morp. And Morp is... Everything opposite of prom. So instead of a suit, you get fresh. You rock, you know what I mean? Nice kick. You just get fresh, man. You get fly. Yeah, I'm talking brand new underwear, yeah. brand new socks and drawers. Your shoes, <laughs> everything was new. Yeah, everything was new. new. So we were trying to go there, man, just to go viral lo- locally, man. And, and just, we just for Because people, yeah, because people... People remembered on picture. It wasn't even the freaking social media platform. It was, man, y'all seen such and such. We were just trying to get known. And, you know, like we said on the last podcast, this was our, our version of baiting. You yeah. know what I mean? We were so thirsty to do that, man. I'm telling you, I got work. Because, look, we were so full of ourselves, man. We was about to go get some fake shoes. We didn't even know they was fake. <laughs> like, we was about to go get some fake some fake babes, man. It was like uh the Iron Man, Spider Man, Bapes. Uh, to all my sneakerheads out there, man. Y'all remember the Bapes with the star on there, man. We was about to go get yeah. some fake shoes, man. They ain't even have our size, so we didn't even buy them. But yeah, man, it was it, that's what going viral was. We just want to be spoken, you know, spoken about legendary in our, you know, small minds at the time in our area. Yes, baiting basically. All we was trying to do was get some phone numbers, get lucky. You know, that was yeah. on the forefront, just to be real. You know, we don't indulge in that now, but our mindset back Man, then. we just talking about when we was in then, high school. And we, and we did achieve that one specific night. Yeah. We did achieve that. Like That's I, all we want. That's all we, that's all I wanted. I, like, as a center, on, I just wanted to get fly, and we I wanted. wanted we yeah. wanted that. We wanted the female's attention. Yeah, for sure. That, absolutely, man. I, and I'm thinking now, man, like, look at that sin and look what it's turned into. 
Cause that that ain't just us, man. We just kind of, you know, when when we reminisce with friends and stuff, man, it, it's usually in light of it. And I, I like talking about that stuff, but like, it's hard for me not to look at how that scene got worse. Because yeah. now, man, through social media, you know, people lying, people going bro, people, you know, the, the you know, with sneakers, um, everyone's trying to be like the sneaker guru. And when I say everyone, I don't know everyone, but y'all know what I mean. You know what I mean? Uh, Everyone's trying to be the sneaker guru just to try to fill a void. Everyone is trying to, instead of being someone in your your area, you're trying to fake the funk and be somebody else to all your friends and to the net. You know what I'm saying? Like, like we we never knew this stuff is going to turn into this, man. We never knew how sinister this could get because a lot of some of this stuff is sinister man and i'm looking at you know i'm in the school too i'm about to go into uh just some vices that are just blowing my mind right now because i used to look at people that smoke cigarettes and i used to like man he lame cigarettes so lame to me like i never the only person i saw smoke smoke a cool cigarette was the camel you know what i mean we were the camel yeah. Hey, like, oh, hold on. I got one more person too, but y'all gonna have to Google. Hey, go. I, I guarantee if you type in Tom from Tom and Jerry smoking a cigarette, Tommy's a roll them cigarettes up with the cowboy hat yeah. talking to the little yeah, uh, female uh, cat. Oh man, <laughs> Tommy's a yeah. Tom, you're the only two people I ever seen smoke a cool cigarette. I be mean, a cigarette cool, but like, you know what I mean. And the impact, like I'm looking at uh, cigarettes, how they kind of evolved into these these jewels and and these vapes, man. Like it's blowing my mind because in the high school, we're having a hard time catching these cats, man. That's smoking on these vapes, man. These these jewels, you know what I mean? Oh yeah. We're we're, we're having a real hard time because a lot of people are doing them in the school, and um, like it, we're we're fighting. We already spoke about opioids before. But now mm-hmm. we're fighting just addiction. Everything's the addiction is times a hundred. It feels like, okay, like the jewels are addict. Like the kids are addicted to the jewels. Kids are like puffing three times in a bathroom. Man, these little jewels are the size of an SD memory card, and they're between like one to two packs, or they're equivalent to one to two packs. Smoking, they're they're equivalent to smoking one to two packs of cigarettes a day. Man. A day. These are we talking about little high school kids, man, that are addicted to these jewels. And then it's vape. You know what I mean? It's a liquid, so it coats your lungs. The smoke, like, you know, the smoke like expands in your lungs, and then eventually, you know, does what it does. But the vape mm. coats your lungs. It coats and it sticks and it goes straight to the bloodstream even quicker. So I mean, these kids are fighting addiction. They don't even know it, but it looks cool. That's the thing. It looks cool. You know what I mean? Because they got so many types of vapes. I seen one that looked like lipstick. I was joking. I told um, one of the teachers at school, I said, I wouldn't be surprised if they made one of these little, these uh, these vape vapors or these jewels like chapstick. And I actually looked it up. There was already one made. It looks just like lipstick. Like, you know what I mean? That would be hard to catch. Somebody, it'll look like somebody just rubbing li- uh, lipstick on their lips and they actually taking a puff. 
I know when I'm looking at them right now. Like, <laughs> it's it's crazy, man. It's like crazy. This stuff is I won't like, be surprised if you was a actual actually able to roll chapstick out and put it on your lips. Like it, it's getting to that point, bro. They got vape juice. They got. Oh man, Let they me, got pods, pre-filled tanks. Those pre-filled yeah. tanks, man, are those they're everywhere on the ground. I didn't even know I was looking at them. And I've caught some some kids before, but like this year, it's the newer versions of the vapes and the jewels. Like it's out of control, it seems like. And, they got a USB charger to recharge the the little yeah. instrument that they so, go through. Yeah, and they got the micro SD. Yeah, like it's 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 crazy, but it looks cool. Like you go down to like most colleges, I mean, you yeah. just see people walking around vaping, talking. It looks cool, man, because it's like it's less obvious than a cigarette. You know, cigarettes are are just nasty, but these right. vapes are in like the you know the little plastic, whatever you got, and you smoking, you puff, and you just keep it moving. And then see, it's, a, it's a fla- it's a it's a, and then it's a flavor. Hold on, hold on, I'm gonna I'm drop some numbers. So I was talking to the principal, man. Like, like three out of uh, every, no, I'm sorry, five out of every ten kids have, um, you know, tried it. Three out of every ten are doing it. Um, one out of every five, no, one out of one girl out of every five, uh, you know, groups, you know, kids. There's a girl that's doing it. It's to the point where like kids are paying for a puff, like. Kids are like we're fighting addiction. We're talking about addiction at its finest. Think about that. People are paying money for just a puff or two of the vape, bro. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're fighting like our kid like are fighting addiction at an early age, man. That's an addiction problem. That yeah, you're not you. Yeah, you're not. It's, the nicotine is more severe, but but here's the thing. This is so new. It doesn't have that much, you know, uh, evidence behind it that's saying it's bad because it's new. And it's not just the school I'm, I'm at. It's everywhere. It's everywhere. Well, like you said, though, it's, hit, it's getting into the bloodstream quicker. Yeah, we're, man, it's an addiction. It don't seem like it, man. Kids are addicted. Kids are addicted to this. Adults too. Don't get me wrong. I'm just speaking on the kids because um, one, you know, they're younger and they got next. Two, you know, we're in the high school, man. You know what I'm saying? And no one should be fighting addiction like that. Like kids are sneaking to the bathroom to take a puff or two or three or probably more, just to get they, you know, just to uh, fill that void, man, that need. Right. It, and, and, and I'll say this, though, man, man, you know more than me, though, but I didn't really see this taking off until I was just walking in the mall, man, like some years ago, maybe like five or, or six years ago, man, where they would have like the little e-cigarette thing in the middle of the mall. But the mall yeah. people didn't know it either. They was like, okay, well, you're just selling e-cigarettes, you know, but the dude would be sitting in the back just puffing. Yeah. And you, it doesn't smell like cigarette. I mean, you know, it smells like watermelon ice, gazooka blue, <laughs> purple rain. They got like comic books. That's said purple rain, bazooka blue. <laughs> bazooka blue. But that like sounds like uh, Legends of the got. Hidden Temple. Uh, blue barracudas. <laughs> purple yeah, monkey. Yeah, I'm playing. 
<laughs> but they, but the dude was just sitting in the stool, man, selling these e-cigarettes. But he was just, he just puffing. It's like a fog that came out of his nose, and that was it. Yeah. Like, and the, and the instrument looked like a flute. Like, no, yeah, really, yeah, yeah. It looks cooler. Said, That's cooler it, than it, a cigarette. Yeah, it was cooler than a cigarette, man. But it was and not it detective. Better. Right, and it smelled, it smelled yeah. like cotton. Smell, it smelled like cotton candy. Yeah, yeah. I had I used to work at a, a factory in Evansville, man, and like all the managers, supervisors, they would smoke. So they would be in the office blowing. They would hit the floor. They'd be running the machine. They'll vape. Nobody and then oh man, you, and I'm like they vaping on the floor, and they you know the the, the higher ups they didn't know what that was. They just thinking this a machine, you know, burning something off, whatever, man. No, they back there vaping, mm-hmm. you know. I'm like, good grief! I'm I'm just staring. So, sheesh. So, like you say, you didn't know it was gonna get this this bad. That's how I view everything. I'm like, man, look what we started. Right. And then I'm sure the people in front of us are older than us. Like, like, man, look what we started. Like, it's getting worse and it's worse. And like, stuff is. We didn't know cigarettes was gonna be like this. We right. didn't know. We didn't know trying to look fly or you know trying to bait girls. You know, we, we that was manipulation right there. We didn't know that trying to uh, go to the morp and manipulate the females was going to get this bad. Where sexual assault is at an all time high, sexual abuse is at an all time high. You know what I'm saying? We didn't know that, man. Like stuff is getting out of hand at an early yeah, age. You know what I'm saying? Like we never knew it was going to get like this. What exactly. do we do? Cool thing is, we I said this earlier, like. We at the age where, you know, we so young, but like it's like okay, we know better. Guys already giving us, you know, we're still here, and if we're still here, that means we've had some mercy and some grace, and we need to take it, okay? Right. And that means we need to spread the message, and it's not about if the kid changes on spot. I hope they do. Of course, I mm-hmm. hope though, but the message has to get out regardless. Like, man, y'all tripping. Y'all throwing y'all... Because everything that we did or stuff that... Okay, people say, well, y'all was doing this back in the day. Yeah, y'all doing it now too, but it's way worse. So take it for somebody mm-hmm. that actually made it through. You know what I mean? I'm looking at you, and it's worse than what I was doing. Right. You, know what I'm you got access to more people. You got access to more girls. You got access to more drugs. You got access to money quicker than I do. Everything is fast to send. The stuff that... We thought was subtle turned into something drastic. We were just trying to bait girls, and you know what I mean. If we got lucky enough, we get their number and we go from there. I can call you after nine o'clock because I'm about to sound old because I got minutes and I can't use my minutes until I can't get free minutes until after nine. So like we, it was, you know, we was on restraints. Now the, the shackles are off and and things are out of hand, man. So right. I'm saying all that just to spread some awareness. Like, if you, you know what I mean, you know somebody vaping, and you might not know somebody that's vaping. You might not even know, because it, it, it's getting hard in, you know, in the schools, the school systems right. in general. But, like, you know someone that's vaping or do something, like, like you got to say what you got to say, man. Yeah, and, man. And, and you keep it moving. And I say keep it moving because we got to plant seeds, let God water them, you know what I mean? And we keep, we keep planting seeds, but... We plant seeds for anyone, man, and let God water them. We, and we we keep coming back to, you know what I mean, 
to plant, to plant, to plant seeds, to plant seeds and see, okay, they got water today, cool. I don't need to do my thing. I'm going to let it grow. Like, you got to let it grow. You don't know a seed is growing until it sprouts. You right. I mean? You don't get to see and it. it. And it and it grows in the soil first. Yeah. So you don't even see what's going down in the inner workings, man. So, hey, good word, Jack. Yeah, man. That's just, yeah, we got to. Like I said, man, I think about us all the time. I'm like, man, and there's people before us. I'm just going off of us, like my age group, because one, I'm from there, so I can I lived it, I experienced it, and two, I'm saying that like what we pass on to the neck, the youngins, we pass this mm-hmm. on, bro. We pass yep. this on, we pass this on. Cigarettes, weed, strands. Uh, it's just so much going on. We, yeah, we might have started it, but we never close it off. We pass this on, right? We really did. We man. we 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 did some of the work of Satan. Yes, and we did. I don't think I don't know if people see understand that. We yeah, did. we we really did, man. We did some, we did some of the work of Satan, man, and. The cool thing is God God's word is it is what it is. It's final. Right. But we're gonna fight this battle until our Lord and Savior come back. And through his strength, man, because he's definitely going to equip us, better and that's why you know this platform is so important, man. So for so many other levels as well, too, man, just really preaching the gospel, preaching against we're raising God's standard up is yeah. is what we're really trying to do. Um, I want to read this, man, and, and we can wrap wrap up, bro. Um, it's Romans 7 and 7. It says, what then shall we say? Is the law sin? And that goes back to just letting the standard know when we witness the people. And this goes for us, man. Like you said, when we were baiting, we didn't know what we was doing, man. But um, I don't think these youngers know what they're doing, too. I mean, cut you off. Go ahead. Oh, yeah. And, and right. You know, man, because once again, it's like a muse, man. It's like a bunch of rats running towards the cliff and we all just falling off, man, because we're, you know, we're, we're tossed to and from man. whatever's hot and popular. Like, OK, going back to um, being in a region of Midwest and being influenced by other major cities and how their culture, uh, how we embrace that, had they would have been getting fly dressing and smoking crack. We would have been trying to do the same thing. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Or if it was heroin or cigarettes or mollies or whatever. But back then, it was just more of smoking weed, black and mild cigarettes. And then it started getting more worse because people now, okay, what normally gets me high isn't doing it. My body is craving more and more mm-hmm. and more. So now we're putting embalming fluid in the weeds. We're dipping the blunts in Benadryl. Uh, rubber testing, you know, trying to chase a high in the void, man, because we've been so influenced by the world that we built up this facade and this persona that we're carrying. And we need God to really break that. And you and I read a great book by, uh, I think I think it's Rick Joyner, where he says that the enemy uh, builds a man up to tear him down. God tears a man down to build him up. Yeah. And what we really what we mean by that, like when you go to the book of James, man, it's kind of like, you know, a person that is a doer of the word or a listener. Like if you let's go, I think he, I think I'm freestyling, though, but it says, you know, a man who looks himself in the mirror and then forgets. 
it's like we have to break that facade and that persona now because as a new creation, we can't carry. Like, I had an alter ego, which is Sinatra or Blue Sinatra, basically. But I felt like my prayers were being hindered because when I got on my knees, I'm like, man, I'm, none of my prayers were being answered. And I got checked one time. And I'm like, is, is that Sinatra or is that Courtney praying to me? Because I don't know Sinatra. I know mm. Courtney, who I saved. I don't know Sinatra. So when you start comparing yourself to, okay, when I was influenced by Southern music, New York culture, and all of that, watching Scarface and all these hood movies and just, just everything that was worldly, I was a lover of the world. So I felt like, okay, being saved, these are the things that I desire to have. So we went out, even in my rebellious state of having three cars, my own spot or whatever the case, I was chasing what I saw. So now I'm trying to bring in my ideas to prayer and God's like, I'm not hearing that. That's not who I created. You created that individual. Give me Courtney Douglas. You know what I mean? You don't need all those things. You're coveting, to, you're, you're, you're coveting those things. You know what I mean? Like you're trying to bring your wants into the prayer closet. And that's not what I have for you because those things are going to destroy you. You know what I mean? So, um, I gathered all of that, man, from what you were saying. I think a lot of the listeners that will listen to this and young kids too, really check yourself, man. Is it your alter ego? I even and some and I'm gonna be honest, bro, transparent. Some of my guilty pleasures is listening to sometimes to some old secular music, man, that I, I that I need to shake off, man. And um I can see as I'm as I'm on my route sometimes, I can see my face I can feel my face turn into a haughty look like it used to back then of being prideful and, and very arrogant and I shut it off quick. I'm like, yeah, that's, I, I get it. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? So that's, that's sometimes feeding the old man. So what I would say to the young people that are listening to this man, um, really old, get to the, and old too. Yeah. And, and just, just everybody yeah. though, um, really, really evaluate and re and, and reassess everything as well. So if you're out of character trying to live a facade, man, because you're influenced by the culture, but you know, the real you deep down the side of all of that, that's the person that God wants at the end of the day. And, you know, our prayer for you, man, is that God's will and sovereignty prevails in your life and that you come to a saving grace of Jesus Christ at the end of the day. And that you can put down the things that are keeping you shackled. You know, you have bond. You're you're bonded. You don't even know that you're in shackles. You know what I mean? From whatever you are, what's the word I'm looking for? Any anything that has you captive, you know, that's that's not of God. Whatever you're, you know, it's a it's a it's idolizing or idolatry in a sense. Yeah. So. Um, yeah, my, my heart goes out to it, man. I pray that, you know, God, the same guy that brought me, I believe, can bring you out, man. And yeah. that's what I want to say, man. Yep, I think that'll close us out, man. Um, yeah, like I said, we gave all the information at the beginning. Finish work, Brian. I just want to <laughs> say thank you to Nick. Um, I'm probably, if you, all here, let me say this. If you listen to us on the Anchor app, you do kind of get some some extra exclusives. Like you might hear some some music or you know some stuff at the beginning, um, you might even hear a song like an end song too. If you just if it sounds weird like the conversation, like we take a break and you don't hear nothing, um, like on Spotify or something, that's because you don't get those exclusives. But you know that don't matter. We just happy y'all listening, man, on any platform. Most definitely. So and um, yeah, man, that's it. We are gonna close this out. Uh, well, it's already closed, but we just gonna. You got anything to say, Courtney? 
No, man. Thank you for rocking with the Finish Works brand, man. Milk versus solid food, man. Until next time, man. We out. Yeah. Peace. Hey, Courtney. What's up?